Hey, everybody. This is Jonathan, one of your hosts of the Think Global podcast. And first of all, thank you for listening. And second of all, just want to let you know, today's podcast is the beginning of season three. We're so excited. We've had a great time doing seasons one and two, and this season is no different. We have a lot of great content on deck for you. So enjoy this episode, the first episode of season three. Hey, everybody. It is February 2023. Hard to believe, John. We are back with our podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back. We've been around the world and back. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the Think Global podcast, where the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. And we have been around the world seeing our friends. Yes, we have. We were in uh, Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand, with about, good grief, about I hate to say it, but 200 of our friends. We got a lot of friends, man. <laughs> wow, we're popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a fun time, though, to hang out with people, you know, post-COVID. Yeah. Uh, First time we've done an event really of that size since, yeah. since COVID. We've done some other smaller ones, which yeah. have been also really good. But yeah. this one, to have that many people was yeah. really fun. A lot fun. of our colleagues there, and really we do call them our friends because they are our friends. And what a, it was fantastic. Yeah. And actually, uh, it was awesome to have some of our friends uh, from Laos, bring us oh, bags yes. of saffron coffee. So shout out to those people because yeah. they remembered a podcast where we talked about coffee from Laos. Yeah, the pea berry flavor. Yes. Oh, so good. Saffron I've been drinking it coffee. actually this week. So yeah. for those of you who gave that to us, just know it's going to good use. Well, actually, I just ran out of my very common... Coffee beans. I was about to say which ones they were, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, my very common uh, coffee beans were used up this morning, and there were the two bags of saffron coffee waiting to be opened. So I'm going to crack mine open probably two days from now. I'll jump into them. So I'm looking forward awesome. to it. So thank you guys. Also yes. awesome to know that there are a lot of you guys out there who are listening to this. And yeah. thanks for interacting with us and talking to us about it. It was, you know, we just sit here and just talk to each other. We don't really know who's listening. So it was fun to talk to people who enjoy the podcast and right. a lot of fun compliments. Yeah, at least two people. At I'm least, joking. At least there two. Were more. Anyway, so All two of you, fun. thank you so yeah, much for listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Anyway, great to connect and nice to see people. Um, anyway, that was good. All right, John, today uh, we, we actually sent out an email to some of those people who have been listening and asked them to give us some ideas and uh, some good ideas generated. We were grateful for that. By the way, we want to encourage that uh, for the future as well. But out of a response, we have uh, the direction of our conversation this morning. Yeah, I think we're going to talk a little bit about um, our screen time, yeah. meaning our devices. And we've talked about that in previous podcasts a little bit here and there because it's come up in maybe books that we've read yeah. or other things. So, but we're going to really dive into it this one, just how it's affecting our relationships, our work, our overall productivity. And while some podcasts get into like the the science or the neuroscience behind it, we determined that we're not smart enough for that. But we're, we're not. <laughs> we're not experts in this field, but we want to create a conversation. Yeah, that's, that's really what, we what we're do. trying to do. Yeah. And just give you something to think about here at the beginning of a new year. It's still... We're just now in February. So if, right. you're, if you're thinking, well, I really want to make 2023 the best year possible, maybe this will give you some things to think about That's right. as you do that. And actually, in, in a conversation like this, it's not to uh, have people set all these new goals and you know that type of thing for their lives. It's basically to create a 
direction in life. Yeah. And uh, a con- conversation like that helps yeah. this with us. So let's set the stage. We right, did email a couple of people who we just said, hey, what should we talk about on the podcast? What would you like to listen to? As they said, they enjoy the podcast. We just thought we'll put the ball in their court and say, right. well, wh- what would you enjoy listening to? So uh, one person sent us this story back, yes. which I thought was really interesting of how, I'm not paraphrasing the story, but he basically, he, he lives in Southeast Asia. His uh, phone fell off of a motorbike, got run over by a motorbike, and but therefore his phone was destroyed. Right. This is probably a common occurrence in Southeast right. Asia. But but through a series of circumstances, um, he was locked out of having a cell phone for like two weeks. Right. So no phone for two weeks. Right. And I think what he said was interesting was the first few days, it was like an addict coming right. off of a, a drug. Right. Right. Like uh, uh, withdrawals and those, the anger, like all the emotions. Yeah. And then after that, he began to feel a little bit free from that device. And now in hindsight, has his phone back and got it all back together. But in hindsight, he's like, wow, that was really good for me to have that break. Right. And so while this podcast isn't advocating for throw away your cell phone, like that's not what we're going to talk about. We're we're not swinging the pendulum all the way over and say, well, smartphones are bad. Um, Everybody go get the flip phone and go back to 1994. Like we're not doing that. Right. But uh, we are going to talk about moderation. Right. And I think that's what this friend of ours learned in the process. He has his phone back. He's back to having a smartphone. But I think through those two weeks, he learned a lot about moderation. Right. And that's the big deal. All yeah. things in moderation, even a great device that we do Hulk have in our hands. Yeah. Uh, there was a quote that he gave us from Andy Stanley. Yeah. Andy, if, you, if you yeah. don't know, Andy Stanley, yeah. is a uh, he's a pastor, but he also writes a lot about leadership. Uh, he's a leadership guy, but he's a pastor as well. But I thought this was really funny. People have asked him in the past, Andy, how did you write 27 books? Which I didn't know he wrote 27 books. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing feat no matter what. But they, right. anyway, they said, how did you write 27 books? And his response was, I wrote them while you were watching TV. Yes, that's good. <laughs> I love that. And I wonder, I don't know when he said that quote. Sometimes I wonder if he was asked that today, he might say, I wrote them while you were scrolling Instagram. Right. That's exactly right. So, and, and I thought that was fascinating. Uh, last night I was listening to Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. And essentially he said the same thing, that um, he has made the choice, the conscious choice to uh, limit his device time because he found that it got in the way of writing books. And he's he's writing huh. books. He's out there writing books. That's his that's his occupation. That's his calling. That's who he is. And he does a great job, but he's had to make the choice somewhere to do the things that matter versus the things that just consume his time. So yeah. similar thing, uh, probably a different time yeah. period. Anyway. Yeah. So you, you and I had a similar thought as we were thinking about this podcast. You're kind of thinking in your own way. I'm thinking in my own way. And we came together to talk about what we were going to discuss. And right. we, I think we both had a similar thought of let's not just talk all negative. I mean, there's right. some positive things about what technology has afforded us. And, you know, there's definitely some negatives. We're going to talk about that in a minute too. We've kind of alluded to some of them, but let's talk about some of the positives first. Let's start with a positive note. Okay. Yeah. A positive (laughs) note. Like for example, on uh, my device, that's where I have my music. And um, I actually am a very creative thinker uh, when it comes to sitting down and having music in the background uh, there's just something about the way my brain is wired that a little bit of music, um, not necessarily distracting music, but good music, uh, lends itself to creativity in my life. And so I, that's a part of my device world. I read my news uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Well, I happen to open up 
my phone, and that's where I read it because that's where I get it. And so that's also device time. So I'm, I find my information, uh, you know, about the world um, through my device. I read books on my device. Mm-hmm. So all of that is good. It's good for my brain. It's good for my heart. Um, and there are other books that I read that I really need uh, that are on my device. So it's just a, it's a part of my world in that way. Yeah. And, I, and I think the access to real-time information is helpful as well because, you know, people, it goes both ways. They also say like, wow, the 24-hour news cycle is really killing us and yeah. we're learning things we should never learn about and so quickly and all that. But I think there's actually a value to it. Like, for example, uh, the day that we're recording this podcast, so we don't know when people are going to listen to it, but yeah. today right. uh, or overnight, there was a major earthquake in uh, in Turkey. Right. People are probably very aware of. Well, in almost real time, because we have friends in Turkey, both U.S. nationals and locals, right? Um, almost in real time, we got text saying, "Hey, there's been an earthquake. Everybody's okay." The people that we know, uh, obviously, there. I mean, I read this morning over 1,500 deaths so far. I don't know what the total is going to be. I don't know the facts, but obviously, there's been a lot of death and destruction. But in terms of people that we know, we were assured this morning that everybody's safe. Everybody's right. accounted for. That's good information That's to right. know. And without the phone. We wouldn't know that. And right. then speaking of the world, connecting our friends, earlier, after all that, earlier this morning, I got another text from a friend 2,000 miles away who cares about me and knows that we have friends there. He says, hey, I heard about the earthquake. Is everybody okay? That's right. So I think that's a positive. That's a positive. And, and you know, just on a practical, personal level, like Lynn and I have uh, 10 grandchildren. Uh, we've got four sons, four daughter-in-laws, and we're kind of spread out. And there's nothing better than a great FaceTime call uh, or text and and keeping in touch with them. So even at, from a parental point of view, it's just nice to know, like, where are the kids? What do they need? Um, how are things going? So there are so many great uses to our devices um, that really are a blessing. Uh, just like any other technological advance that helps our lives, uh, we are, we're healthier, we drive safer, et cetera, et cetera. Devices have a very positive impact, and we, we should be aware of that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, I just didn't want to paint the picture that it's all negative. That's but right. there are some downsides, let's yes. be honest. And I think people are aware of them, but um, let's talk about some of the negatives that we've observed, um, obviously, outside of what people who are way more experts than us would talk right. about neuroscience, but we don't want to go there. But no. what are some of the... Negatives. All right, and I'll start that, but then you can also, I know you've got some information to share here as well, but I do know that uh, personally, I have stepped back from some of the social media mm-hmm. platforms simply because I found myself too much of my time given to mm-hmm. that. And then when you give yourself to that, then you're introduced to um, remodeling projects that you should be involved <laughs> in, someone else's home, someone else's car, or the advertisements that are there. And it does create this sense of discontent, and, and your brain just goes in directions it shouldn't. And it it takes life from just that being simply happy with who you are, where you are, what you have, to this comparison game. Oh, yeah. And, and that was, began to drive me crazy that, mm. that I even saw that in myself. And so the easiest solution for me in many ways was just simply get off of it. I don't need to spend my time there uh, because it can be very controlling, yeah. At, even to the point of, how many people like my post? Like, let's be honest, uh, some of us need that for our self-esteem or whatever it is. And if we don't get enough likes, we feel down and we got to post again. And so there's, there is that addiction that, that I know that it's easy to feel. And so just for me, it was just simpler to say, you know what, I don't need that competition in my mind. Yeah. So anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's also a, a like a false sense of community that it right. gives you as well. Um, like, oh, I'm seeing this person's life. I'm seeing what they're doing. I'm seeing uh, their kids or I'm seeing whatever. And you feel more connected to that person than you really are. And right. I, I've actually seen that play out. I don't post a lot on social media. I look kind of for that reason. I like, I look and see what people are doing or whatever, but, but I don't post a whole lot. But sometimes I'm with people, maybe I haven't seen them for a long time. And it's almost like I have no new information to give them because they're like, oh, I saw that on your wife's Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that you went there. Oh, I saw that you did that. Right. Well, well what do we have to talk about? You, right. You already know everything about me. Right. And But it's a false sense of community. We, we, you and I both know they right. don't know everything about me. Right. They know that too, but they know the things I've done. So anyway, it, it creates a challenge of authentic community. Right. And actually, um, we end up being experts at knowing a thousand people, but not really knowing one person really, really well. Yeah. And I think that's part of the challenge. Like, yeah. you know, we have friends from, from many years past that we, we, we've seen on uh, social media. We, we understand it, but, but actually, we don't know what's going on in their life. Right. Uh, we don't, because of that sense of right. uh, not having community with them, which is really more of a face-to-face conversation over a cup of coffee, at a meal, and on a consistent basis. Right. We seem to water down what real relationships are about. That's and that's, right. that's part of the danger, I yeah. think. Yeah. And then there's a danger <clears throat> in person. I was thinking about this as well. It's like, let's say we're, we're hanging out and you're oh, yeah. constantly distracted by your right. phone. You're constantly right. looking at something like, well, am I not that important? Like, is whatever is on that four and a half inch screen more important right. than our conversation? Right. And that drives me nuts. I do have a few friends that I hang out with and they might listen to this. Maybe it's good that they listen to this. Yeah. And that um, over dinner or over coffee or whatever we're doing, they're constantly looking at their phone. Right. So much so that I've gone through, I'll just keep talking sometimes, like just to prove a point. Like I'll just keep on with whatever story I was telling. And then they finally almost like check back into reality. It's like, oh, what were you talking about? Right. Like they are gone. Right. Which is another point I, I thought about probably 12, 15 years ago, I was really good friends with this professor at the university that I went to. He was a communications professor, did a lot of his research around communication and whatnot. But we used to go to lunch all the time. And this is the early days of smartphones. <clears throat> and uh, we, we didn't talk about this story. That's why you're looking at me like, what is he about to say? But, go for it, man. <laughs> but we went to lunch. This one time, we used to go to lunch all the time. But over lunch one time, my phone dinged and I looked at it. And as soon as I put it back down, he said, everything okay? I said, yeah, it's fine. That was whoever it was, a friend or whatever. And he began to lecture me kind of in a funny way. We were really good friends, but in a fun way, he was saying, scientifically, what happens when you look at that phone is that you disappear from where you currently are. He said, you might as well just vanish into outer space. And then when you're done looking at that phone, you just come back to where you are. That's right. And and I've watched that play out with friends who... I don't know if it's a lack of ability to multitask. I don't know what it is, but they look at their phone and they might as well have just gone to a different planet. Right. And right. they have, they're not hearing anything I'm saying. They're not in the room anymore. Right. And then they kind of snap back. Right. It's, it's a weird thing. So I think that's also a negative of the smartphone thing that we're in is, right. is people looking at their device instead of being with the people that they're with. And so anyway, I try to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, it. I think the point we're making is it robs us from what genuine community can bring. <clears throat> yes. And we, we we always have to remember that it's a substitute of the real thing. Yeah. And the real thing, 
real community tastes a lot better. Yeah. It's it's much more uh, of what we're designed and made to be. Yeah. That brought up when you were talking about how um, how quickly our minds disengage from what's what's real, what's in, fr- in front of us, to that which was on your phone, to that book that we both read, Indistractable, oh, yeah. a number of years ago. Yeah. Um, and actually, I would recommend that highly to people yeah. to read. It's a simple read. Indistractable is the name of the ty- of the book, and I can't remember the author's name. Oh gosh, um, I'm not going to think of it. But if you look but up it's Indistractable, easy it's easy to find. Yeah. But actually, it talks about how um, notifications can become a big distraction, even to working. Yeah, like you're engaged, you're engaged in work. You check your cell phone, and all of a sudden, uh, you're now way behind in what you should be thinking yeah. about. And so, indistractable, talking about um, you know meetings that you have where cell phones are put down, you can't look at them uh, because they are a distraction to a good meeting. Uh, where when you're on a Zoom call with multiple people and they're texting each other, well, you've lost the meeting. Yeah. Or just sitting there plugging away and a cell phone notification pops up and you got to respond to yeah. it. Uh, for that reason, by the way, um, it's been a fun exercise that I, I'm still doing. It's been months now. That I took off all notifications. Which drives me nuts because you don't see my texts. I know. That's what makes me happy, actually. <laughs> so I've actually done that. Even I mean, it's it's everybody. And the next time I see who's sent a text is when I actually look at it. I took off WhatsApp and the messaging from my computer screen. And it's actually been liberating yeah. to um, have control of when I look at a message. Now, right. if there's an emergency, I've got to be careful. But... Um, it's been liberating. Yeah. I haven't gone back. I thought I'd go back to just getting those instant notifications that pop up on my screen to let me know somebody sent a text, but it's been kind of enjoyable because yeah. I control then the information feed to me, and then I can control when I respond to people. So right. it, it, that's been a good exercise for me. Maybe like that's something that. we ought to try. Well, I like that. Well, yeah. you're already trying it, but um, it, it is difficult because I might text you something that I need an answer on, and then yeah. I never hear from you. You know, but, <laughs> but John, knowing that you're like are 20 steps away from me, yeah. like just walk over. Fella. I'm just kidding. It's okay. Come on, man. Well, you know, again, back to all things in moderation, right? So it's easy to draw these black and white lines, like yeah. a little bit what you were talking about a minute ago of like dings and meetings. Yes, that's important. But at the same time, I was thinking the, the other night, I went on a, a date night with my wife. And um, one of the first few date nights we've had since having a, a baby, we have a nine month old and we haven't done very many of these. We haven't trusted him with babysitters very much, but we finally went the other night. Well, at the dinner table, I, I, my wife's phone was on the table. And I wanted her to put it away because hmm. I was not just thinking about this podcast, but just thinking in general, I don't want the distraction. I want to be yeah. here with her and her phone was on the table. Well, all things in moderation. I knew she had a little bit of anxiety about the babysitter. She wanted to be able to get a text from the babysitter if something happened. Right. So I didn't even say anything to her. I just had that quick thought in my head. I thought, leave it on the table. Yeah. It's fine. She's just doing that because the babysitter might text. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Yeah. Yeah, we get that. So that's good. I mean, that's those are that's the moderation principle. All right, let's talk about some numbers real quick because these are fun. Oh, uh, gosh. Actually, this is what kind of gets me worked up. We're going to do math. Yes, let's do some math. So, <laughs> all right, the average person is on their device how many hours per day? Uh, seven. Seven Nearly hours per day. seven hours a day. That's right. That's, and that's staggering. That's, that's global, right? That was gl- a global number. So, like... Uh, that changes when it comes to generations. Like, uh, you know, generationally, I'm sure, uh, because I think we have a number here for Gen Z, they average nine hours per day. Wow. Um, you know what? And I want to be fair to the Gen Z. Like, if you're retired and you, you actually might be kind of bored, 
like a retired person who's in their 70s might be at nine hours as well. So sure. I want to be fair there. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, not a, it's not a generational thing, but it's just maybe they, they know how to use it. Uh, they grew up with it and, and we get it and we understand it. But let's do some math. I think that's what would be fun. Yeah. Well, I think the math part is what blew me away was let's say it is seven hours. Let's say you're four hours. Let's yeah. say somebody else is six hours, like whatever it is. And we're not saying cut it all out. No. But the numbers I've been playing with is like, what if you just reduced it by one hour a day? You went from seven to six, or you were at five, you went to four. Yep. Like, just reduce it by one hour per day. And that would be, everybody do the math with me, 365 hours a year. That's right. That's unbelievable. Which is how many days? I believe it's 15, 15 days. days. What, what I love to do, here's this fun math. The math nerds are loving this right now. Yeah. If there's if there's 40 hours in a work week and you get 365 hours back out of the year, that's two months of work back that's right. in exactly. your life. That's fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. And if you multiply that over a 10-year period, yeah. because that's the way my mind is thinking right. now. I'm at the other, you know, at the other end of life. Yeah. Like I don't have, you know, I can see the finish line almost there. Like if I've got 20 to 30 years left, yeah. that's years that I add back to my life of investing in things that really matter. Right. That's the big deal. And we're talking about one hour, that's shaving right. one hour that's off right. of your phone addiction. Right. <laughs> yeah. Phone use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just imagine though, like, so it's not just like shaving off uh, an hour and then what? Right. But it's actually replenishing it with things that really matter, like reading a good book, yeah. watching the sunset. Uh, getting up, exercising in the morning, yeah. doing things that are profitable with that time that you save. That's yeah. the value of it all. Yeah. I love to observe when people, the things that people say they don't have time for. Right. I don't have time for that. Oh, I, I don't have any time for that. Oh, right. I don't have any time. Right. You have time for the things that you prioritize. That's right. So you magically had time for those like 30 Instagram posts you put up last month. Right. Like, that's right. Like maybe that was important to you. Right. That, that, I guess that's okay. Yeah. But don't say this is really important to me. I just don't have time. And then if we audit how you spend your time, you're just scrolling Instagram. That's right. Well, you had time. It just right. wasn't as important as you said it was. Yeah. Anyway, that sounded harsh, but it's true. No, it's very true. <laughs> and again, here the point that we stated earlier, this is the beginning of the new year. Uh, it's only February. Imagine if we just made that one hour difference per day. By the end of the year, what could happen? So it's just a trend. It's like maybe shave off 30 minutes, then shave off an hour. But think of the ways you can positively backfill that time to make a positive impact on your own life. That would be super cool. Okay, let's let's challenge each other. All right. We have more to talk about. We probably have more things to talk about, but here's the quick challenge. Yes. I think I sent you a screenshot of mine the other day because I was kind of proud of it. It was like two and a half hours. I was like, wow, yes. that's a lot lower than I expected. Maybe yes. I had a bad week last week. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a bad Maybe week. that's actually a good week based on what we're talking about. But anyway, in a maybe it was inaccurate. Anyway, you look at yours, I'll look at mine. Whatever it is, Let's try to shave an hour off of it. That's right. So if mine is two and a half, I'm going to go to one and a half. All right. I'm going to hold you accountable. But we're going to look yours up after, after look we're done recording. We're going to do that, and then we'll see what we can do to shave off some time for ourselves. Anna, anyway. Anna our podcast producer, is going to do it too. Yes. Anna? Yeah, she said yeah. yes. We're all into this thing right now. <laughs> I, I will say, um, I would encourage folks to actually look a little bit deeper. I mean, we're just kind of hitting the surface, but look a little deeper. I mean, there are uh, like one of the stats we have here. Uh, the University of Michigan did a, a big study of 14,000 college students. And what they found was this, that with the rise of social media and technology, there has actually been a sharp decline of empathy and compassion. Like 
the the device use has separated us from the real real hurts, real issues, real challenges of life, and that's what applies to us as uh, when we sit here talking about think global, yeah. right? When we think of the world, uh, the more we detach ourselves from the world, the less empathetic we are, the less compassionate we are. That's where I think it it, it calls us to get back into the lives of people, real yeah. community, real conversations, uh, feeling real empathy, real compassion to others, mm-hmm. and. Even asking the question, what impact is this having upon my closest of relationships? Mm. Uh, so I think there's a lot of research to be done. There's a lot of thinking to do. Uh, there's a lot of important things to discuss. But you and I are just scratching the surface. Yeah, I would say as we land this plane, uh, what um, actually hit me the uh, over the weekend as we were preparing for this was, you know, the Bible is a great resource of truth and of mm. information. And um, the Bible throughout reminds us that life is is very short. Um, the brevity of life is real. It's sort of like the grass that grows up in the morning but is withered by the end of the day, that life is a vapor. And so when you think of the brevity of life, and mm. by the way, none of us have a guarantee, you know, of tomorrow. Right. So, you know, what will I give myself to today? Um, will it be the artificial uh, will, or will it be something that's real and in-depth and something that matters, that makes a difference in the lives of other people? And so that's really that think global idea where we are a global community and how we choose to be involved in that community mm. in real time with real people, with real hurts and with real joys. Um, that's what we're after. So what mm. what makes us better today um, and how we use our time, that's, that's the big deal. Yeah, I love that. So the moral of the story is, is audit your time. Yes. And use your phone with moderation. Yes. But if I text you, text me back. I will text you back <laughs> in due time <laughs> without kidding. distraction. But I'm anyway. But you're right. That's yeah. exactly right. Our our life is um is very fleeting. It's very quick. Right. And we only have one of them. Right. We only get one time to do this, yeah. one shot at it. Yeah. And I want to give it the best shot I have. So today, moderation in all things and uh, use technology wisely, but never at the expense of people. I love that. I love this topic. I love that we got somebody to prompt us to talk about this. Yes. If you have something you want to talk about, dear listener, please email us, write us, go to the website. Um, Yes. Letsthinkglobal.com. Yes. And send us a message. We would love to dive into some topics yeah. with you. We'd love to hear from you guys. Again, this is Think Global, where the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. Until March, you guys have a great month. 